Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into Pinpointed. We gotta run up a lot of this NHL talk. I mean, the playoffs are around the corner. So let's jump right in to what's going on, especially with the Bruins and the Eastern Conference. The trade deadline is Friday, today, March 3rd. And we've already seen probably the busiest trade deadline in NHL, I don't know, in history. In the 23 years that I've been living, I've yet to see such a crazy deadline. I mean, this is unreal. I mean, we could, let's let's start with the Bruins here because they're on an absolute tear. With tonight's win, they're currently in first place by an absolute mile, is an understatement. 101 points, the fastest start in a regular season to get to 100 points. It took 61 games, beating the Canadian record years ago. But not only that, they're 48 wins, just eight losses, and five overtime losses. And their goal differential, ladies and gentlemen, a whopping 103 Goal differential. The next highest is at 46. Actually, sorry, 53 with the New Jersey Devils. Over 50 (laughs) points or goals in differential between the top two teams in the league. It's just absurd. Bruins are on a nine-game winning streak. And they've really only had one bump in the road so far, which was kind of like they they lost, I think, four out of five near... The All-Star break, I think a couple weeks ago, could have been almost a month ago now. They've, I think they got the ship right now, and they're, tor- they're heading towards the playoffs extremely hot. Major trade news for them. They added Orlov and Hathaway from the Capitals. Massive trade because 50% of the salary was retained by uh, an opposing team. They only had to give up this year's first which won't be, you know, it's essentially a second-round pick anyway. It's a 32nd best pick. And they get Orlov, who's playing essentially on the top line sometimes with McAvoy, who's on a tear, let alone had two goals, I think, in his first game, multiple assists the next, had another goal today. He is had another two- to three-point game. He's been fantastic for the Boston Bruins. And their defense is now totally certified with McAvoy, Orlov, Hampus, Lindholm, Carlo. That's essentially your top pairing. Sometimes you're going to McAvoy and Lindholm together. And then rotating the third pair out with Forbert, who's big, 6'5". And either Clifton or, oh man, I'm blanking, Grizzlick is the other defender. And Grizzlick, a couple years ago, if you remember, used to be a top-line pair with McAvoy. So you can see how the team's completely gotten more talented, completely reversed how it looked a couple years ago. But not only that, they added a little bit more. They added Bertuzzi from Detroit, who is also a great scorer, had three years in the past six years combined to have 20 plus or more goals, had 30, I believe, last year even, or a few years ago. This year he's rolled with injuries, but is a grit player, 
plays Bruins hockey and can score and probably is going to be an excellent third-line winger. I don't know. If you look at this, well, the issue now with the Bruins is they've ha- added a ton of pieces, but injuries are now piling up. So Taylor Hall goes on um, long-term IR, I believe it is, LTIR. And again, this is helpful because this is what the Bruins are doing. They're doing what Tampa did last year or two years ago. And you put someone on LTIR, their cap space begins to open. So Taylor Hall's $6 million in cap is now open, and he can return for the playoffs. So that's how Bruins are able to add a couple more players. It's kind of a loophole in the system. I'm still surprised this is allowed in the NHL, to be honest. And they also lost Nick Felino to injury. He's on, I think, IR, but that's a, sh- a shorter term than LTIR. So they both should return for the playoffs. So that means, and now Marshawn got injured today, lower body injury, he got boarded, got a big hit on the wall, lower body. So I don't know, you know, the status of the Bruins right now, it's a little bit shaky. But if healthy, listen to this lineup. You're going to have Bergeron, Marchand, DeBrusque, line one, the Czech line in Pasternak, Krejci, Pavel Zaka, which is a fantastic line. That top six is phenomenal. Then you're going to have a third line of Coyle, Hall, and probably Bertuzzi, which is insane. And then a whole mix of, I don't know, you've got Nosek, you've got Hathaway. Um, you could probably put in, I don't know, I, there's a lot of different players. Felino probably gets the nod. I know Lauko played fantastic today, two goals. So they've got a lot of pieces that they can plug and play. And then probably the biggest thing and the most important piece to a championship run, which we've seen in Bruins history especially, is having an all-star goaltender, which has been Linus Olmark. Easily the front runner to win the Venza. Had a phenomenal 50-plus save win a few days ago. And on top of that, scored his own goal. First Bruins goalie to ever do it. I don't even know the last time a goalie has done that, number one. But first in franchise history, he's been unreal. And you've got Swayman backing him up, who's also a fantastic goalie, who was plugged in last year in the playoffs when the Bruins were struggling against the Hurricanes. So this team is absolutely loaded. You got Krejci back, manning the second line. Bergeron's looked great. They're defensively excellent. They forced the most amount of goals... They give up the least by a lot. They only give up 130 goals, and in their own division, that's 33 goals ahead of the Maple Leafs. It's unreal. Their defense, goaltending, and offense. With the new coach, Jim Montgomery, has done phenomenal things, especially with the younger unit and bringing in new players. And this is the deepest and most talented team the Bruins have had in a long time. In recent memory, at least, I don't think they've been this talented. Maybe you can bring back to that cup against the Canucks, but they were really weren't the favorite team. They were an underdog to Vancouver. You just had Tim Thomas, who was phenomenal, and a couple of key players like Bergeron and Zdeno Chara. But it is an issue in some ways because the last team that won the President's Cup trophy, which was the best team in the regular season, to win a Stanley Cup has been over 10 years Last in 2013, Chicago Blackhawks, when they actually beat the Bruins in the final. So there's like a President's Cup, you know, curse here going on in the NHL. And the NHL is kind of just that kind of game. Any team can really win. There's got to be a little bit of luck involved. 
You've got to be a tough team. You can't be the fastest. You can't be the most skilled. You have to have everything together to win multiple, multiple series in the NHL. I mean, we saw Tampa was the best team two years ago. They got swept in the first round to the Blue Jackets. Never before seen something like that. A dominant team like Tampa to lose four straight games. Unbelievable. And it's happened multiple times. Even to the Bruins, they were the number one team. I believe in 2014, they lost in the second or conference finals. Second round or conference finals. But one thing that the Bruins have got going for them that not a lot of other teams do is just the multitude of experience in players, skill in players, and just the chemistry because they've done they've done it so many different times. Pasternak, Bergeron, Marchand have been through it so long. Krejci has been through it a ton. McAvoy, they've all been multiple playoff runs for three to four to five years now. And they've been to the finals. They should have beat the Blues in 2019, three, four years ago. So they've been there and done that. And that is probably what's going to push them over the hump besides all the skill positions and the good goaltending. But again, talking about what's going on, I mean, the West is extreme. It's not as strong as the East. I mean, you've got Toronto right behind Boston, 20 points behind. But still, they arguably have the three best centers by any team. Name a three better centers in Tavares, Matthews, and Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, my God. And I think one of them is going to play wing, but that trio is phenomenal, along with Mitch Marner and other pieces. The Lightning are still contenders. They've got Vasilevsky, who can steal any series with his gameplay. The Senators just got Chitrin. They've got pieces, too, to bring out to Kachuk. I mean, they're also talented. And you got the Hurricanes, who the Bruins lost to last year. Sebastian Ajo and others. The Devils have been rocking all year long. The Rangers. I mean, the Rangers, low-key. I'm a Boston fan, diehard Boston fan. But, man, I think the second favorite team are the Rangers. I don't know what it is about New York and that team. But the colors of the jerseys, the atmosphere in MSG, the goal horn for the Rangers, I don't know. There's something none other to it. But the Rangers just added Tarasenko, scored a goal tonight. Patrick Kane. You've got others in Chris Kreider, Adam Fox, Zabanajad. So many different pieces. They're loaded as well. With Shesterkin, Halak backing them up. I mean, their team's good. They didn't play like it today and tonight, but, you know... The Bruins are going to have a tough, tough road to the uh, Stanley Cup Final because every team got somebody to add in the trade deadline. It was amazing. Bruins traded for Orlov. The Lightning made a move. The Maple Leafs made a move. The Rangers made multiple moves. Ottawa made moves. I mean, five out of the seven contending teams in the East made moves. It's unbelievable. And the Bruins topped that with... Um, Bertuzzi because of Hall's injury and other multiple reasons. So I don't know. This is going to be insane. Bruins have been the best team we've seen all time. I'm at the moment best and fastest team to make it to hundred points. And if they can win the Stanley cup, I mean, this will be the greatest season by an NHL team. I think in history, once again, thank you guys for listening. That is pinpointed where we looking at all your favorite sports every week. Little updates, 
check us out on Spotify and Apple Music where this podcast will be posted. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Later.